0: This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting.com, here is Jennifer Duplessis. Well, hello, and welcome welcome back to mortgage lending mastery I'm your host Jen duplessis I want to thank you again for joining me um, where we focus on you the loan originator to help your business grow to new heights that you've never thought possible today I want to again welcome Jennifer Hammond um, she is a real estate agent with TTR Sotheby's international in the Washington DC metro area and also she's the host of serious XM radios um, real estate talk show called the Jennifer Hammond show where she she focuses on the reality of real estate nationally. In, in our country. So Jennifer, thank you again for joining us. This is the second time we've had
1: you on the podcast. It's such a pleasure and it's so much fun because I. it's such a pleasure having you on my Sirius XM radio show. So now it's a pleasure to be your guest. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, let's get started with, um, tell us a little bit about your um, business and what it looks like today as a real estate agent. Well, it's a very busy business. I've been in the real estate market, um, selling real estate now for over 20 years. And so I have almost, ironically, half of my business is buyers and half of my business is sellers. And I, I have a lot of relocation clients that come from all over the United States and relocate into the D.C. area. I'm licensed in Virginia, D.C., and Maryland. So my business is very diverse in the fact that, one, I have three different jurisdictions that I am licensed. So I have to know the contracts that are different in all three jurisdictions. Yeah. I have to know the laws that are different in each one of the jurisdictions. Some laws literally contradict themselves. So something you can do in one state is absolutely against the law in another state. So it's very interesting because I have all three states and I have such an equal amount of buyers and sellers. And we've analyzed my business over the last few years. And a lot of it is the relocation clients because I have so many referrals from HR departments. And so that that is a beautiful thing because it's just an irregular incoming flow of clients, and they're always moving. The corporations are moving them in, moving them out, moving them in, moving them out. And then, of course, Washington, D.C. is such a transitional area because of Congress. So No, no doubt
0: about it. Yeah, and I think, you know, you, both of us are really very blessed because we um, do a lot of business with senators and congressmen and their staff. And, you know, it's something that um, I'm really proud of, um, except for the fact when they uh, say to me, you know, what's up with all this paperwork? And I say, well, you signed the Dodd-Frank bill. I don't know what else (laughs) to tell you. I don't know what else to tell you. So, um, Jennifer, the, what, the reason I wanted you to come back and talk with us, um, in this particular episode is because, um, you know, part of what I'm trying to share with all of my, um, subscribers is different ways that we can work with real estate agents. And, you know, you touched on one thing that I'm going to deviate from the real purpose of what we had today's um, podcast on, but, and that's the, um, the HR aspect because that happens to be an arena that I also focus in and I've shared with our listeners about um, the importance of creating those relationships with Um, HR directors and companies. Now, it sounds like yours is um, relocation, so you may be working maybe with larger companies, but I actually focus on small, medium, and large companies and do lunch and learns um, on a a monthly and quarterly basis with several companies, and that's how I get my business too. So I like hearing that that's what you're doing as well. So maybe you could expand just a quick few minutes on that particular arena to
1: try to emphasize the importance of us doing having several streams of referrals And I think it's really important. Exactly what you just talked about. Doing the lunch and learns are so important. It's important, as as I always am emphasizing, is communication and education. Because one, you want to be able to communicate with HR directors as well as the staff that's in an HR department, a human resources department. Meaning, either a large company, a small company, or even a middle-sized company, they are always having people come in and out. And ironically, my my real estate firm wasn't in the business of looking for relocation um, business, particularly because they just didn't have a department that headed that up. But as a loan officer or as an individual real estate agent, you have so much opportunity to contact these HR departments and find out what is needed and wanted. And you can say to them, so if I came in and I gave you a free seminar on the different kinds of loans that are out there or How much has the loan process changed since the Dodd-Frank bill? If you haven't gotten a mortgage in the last 10 years or when was the last time you got a mortgage, would you like to know the secrets or would you like to know the myths that are out there about mortgages right now? That would be very valuable because... And the same thing, you could do a a seminar on when is the right time to refinance? It's a question that often, you know, my clients ask the real estate agent. And I'm like, no, don't ask me. You want to ask the the mortgage planner. You want to ask the mortgage lender. Do not ask me to give you the the financial advice. That's that's not my hat. That's not what the hat I wear. That's not my job. And I want you to go to the expert who can give you the best advice. Like you'd ask a tax person or a doctor for, you know, medical advice. So being able to go to an HR, our director or anyone in the HR will allow you to come in and educate the people that are in there because again then they get people who are relocating and those people are asking them uh well who should I pick for a mortgage who should I go to as a real estate agent who should I and if they don't have their top person on the top of mind and it's usually who has been the most service to them recently who has helped them most with an education with a lunch and learn Even as simple as with a flyer that gave you five bullet points. They may never have gotten back to you, but they kept that flyer. And when somebody went, oh, but I didn't know how I should refinance or if it's time for me to refinance or not. Those kind of things, just simple, simple marketing, you know, and and again, just talking to the HR directors, you'll find is so very valuable. Yeah, absolutely. And, you
0: know, just just so that I I can kind of expand on that a little bit is – certainly educating the HR directors themselves and particularly if it's a company that does have relocation but if it's a smaller company um, what we're doing is we're going in and doing lunch and learns for the employees as a means to create another you know Avenue of income so I want everyone to kind of think about that and it's not just relo because in mortgage lending when we hear relocation etc we think it's all tied up and it's all um, someone's already got it bagged up um, but think about how many loans you did last year and so for me for example in 2014 I did 238 loan transactions that means that 238 people had a job and 238 people work someplace now some of them may work at the same place but the odds are very very low for that and if 50 percent of them are divorced and 50 are married if I take that awful statistic then that means I actually have 300 different companies that I could go after and approach about doing Lunch and Learn so that I could go in and, and meet new clients and have new opportunities to then refer those clients to someone like Jennifer Hammond, who's on who's on our uh, podcast with us. So, um, so thanks for sharing on that. But you know, the real reason we're here today is um, I wanted to share with all of you, Jennifer had a great idea about sharing the seven secrets to getting a higher price in this spring market for 2015. And I thought, gosh, you know, if she's willing to share that with us, then we could, as loan officers, take that out to our real estate agents and provide more value. And if you'll go back and listen to um, podcast number 19, you'll hear what Jennifer had to say about creating value and creating relationships with realtors. So we thought we'd go the next step and actually provide give you something to go visit with realtors and provide value and help them sell more homes. So with that said,
1: Jennifer, let's talk about secret number one. Perfect. So these are the seven secrets to getting a higher price in the 2015 spring market. And the first thing, the first secret is really understanding how that um, someone should choose their real estate agent specifically for that time and for that area. Now, why is that valuable for a loan officer? Well, it's so easy to put together... Um, any kind of flyer that would also help that real estate agent be able to explain why they're the right real estate agent for that right house you know do you know that market why do you know that market again being able to articulate that in one or two sentences so if you were actually as a loan officer talking to a real estate agent and say so if I were your client and I just talked to you at a cocktail party and I said so why are you the right agent to sell this house right now what would you say and see if they can articulate that in a one or two sentence thing. And is it because do you know what the most recent house was that sold on this block? Or if you're in a condo, the most recent sale in that condo. So find out. And again, For somebody to be able to choose the right agent for the right time, are they going on vacation for a month? You know, is that real estate agent the right person for you, or do they have a team around them? What makes them the right real estate agent for that particular house? So that's the first secret. So that's really interesting, Jennifer. I want to kind of
0: tap into there just real quick. The right time. I've never thought about that. I've always thought, well, for the right area. You know, I hear a lot of um, consumers say, you know, I really want a real estate agent who lives and works in my area. Uh, and of course all real estate agents say well you know we can we can go anywhere and i'm i'm sure most can but but never heard about the right time that's a pretty interesting concept and i think that might be something that would help real estate agents as loan officers we're going to go out and we're going to share these seven items these seven secrets and that we can actually share with the realtor to say remember it's the right time because it could from a sales perspective, put a little ounce of doubt, if a real estate agent is competing with another real estate agent, and that person's going to go on vacation in this spring market with their mm-hmm. family, that that might give them more ability to um, to be able to work with that client. They may actually be able to win that client.
1: And also knowing that, that it's very important to understand timing, because again, there's school cycles. We always say the spring market is is usually the hottest market. But, you know, it's like with Washington, D.C., for some reason, Washington, D.C. still thinks it's Paris and then it should take the whole month of August off. You know, Congress goes home. Everybody seems to exit the city and go to the beaches or whatnot. But there's still people who need to actually purchase a house. It's similar to the holidays. You know, so when you're actually hiring a real estate agent, you want to make sure that the real estate agent is going to be the right real estate agent for that time. Again, for the holidays, are they going away for two or three weeks and just leaving your house to be doing nothing? Or is there, are there some marketing aspects going on? You know, are they continuing? So you really want to interview somebody to make sure that it's the right real estate agent for the right time and, of course, for the right area. That's awesome. So we can be now become coaches for real estate agents. I love it. Okay, so number two. So number two, you want to make sure when you prepare, when you start to – when. It's, somebody is preparing a house for market. And this is even as a loan officer, if you're talking to your actual clients, you know, are they, are you making sure that if they're thinking about selling their house at sometimes coming up, they may be selling one to buy something else. The one that they're selling, are they actually removing the clutter? Are they cleaning out the closets, cleaning out the garage, really deep decluttering it, including a fresh coat of paint with neutral colors. And again, not it doesn't need to be white, white colors. There are neutral colors. We want to yes. make sure that we're looking at what's happening. And you can go to HGTV.com. You can go see what those neutral colors are very easily, and then make sure that the house is, is getting ready. You know, spring cleaning is a perfect time for people to be decluttering their house. I actually just had somebody on the other radio recently from HGTV, and she does this show called Cash... And Kari. and it specifically goes in and they, they take all the junk out of people's home. And I say junk, but sometimes it's estate sales. Right. But she has a saying that I thought was fabulous. It says that every single one of us has $5,000 worth of junk, of clutter, just sitting around the house. You think about that. If somebody's trying to put their pennies together to get a loan, yes. what if they actually looked around their house and discovered it? $5,000 worth of stuff that they could get rid of that was worth something, whether they sold it on eBay or an estate or whatever, if there was $5,000 worth of stuff, and that's the average person. So you might have more than that around. Just so decluttering could be something like the client, the buyer or the seller, you know, vice versa, a lot of extra money and find that extra money that helps them get the loan they wanted. Awesome. Awesome. So, you know, for the loan officers listening,
0: this is a great opportunity for them to, for you, if you're listening, this is a great opportunity for you to reach out to an organizer Uh, to help clients because sometimes they actually need this and this expands your business because now when, when organizers are called to come in and take care of a home that's about ready to go on the market, they can then refer business back to you to see if the seller wants a second opinion because what we don't want to do is have them sell their house, put it on the market, sell their house and then find out they don't qualify. And right. Hopefully the the real estate agent is doing their do, due diligence and, and in referring, referring them to us particularly but if they aren't this is another again another avenue for us to um to be able to draw um, referrals and business from. So let's move on to secret number 3.
1: So secret number three is actually when you're going to sell a house, making sure that it's priced right from the start. And, you know, we're talking about the seven secrets to getting a higher price in the 2015 spring market. So as a seller, you want to start off the race right now. One of the things that we talk about is if you're getting five offers before it goes on the market, then you underprice the house. You know, you should know that you want to have it at the right price. So, again, that becomes, you know, a little bit of the it's not too low, but it's not too high. You want it's just right. You know, it's like um, it's like the the fairy tale, you (laughs) know, not too hot not too cold we want it to be just right so how do you get that again they should be talking to their real estate agents and making sure that they have the right price again for the right time of the year because I'm gonna say timing is very important as well because if you're putting this on in the spring market versus if you're putting this in in November right before Thanksgiving I hate to tell you the price is gonna be different yes yeah I can understand that
0: I totally can understand that because you have more people in the market looking and so that's gonna be a
1: reflection Perfect. Okay, so let's move on to number four. Perfect. So, number four secret to getting a higher price in the 2015 spring market is lighting and smells and clean windows. And this is so important. Because number one, we're going to say this is something that is really high on buyers list. And that's because of allergies. Smells are really, really sensitive to people these days to the point where, I mean, I've had buyers say to me, Jennifer, if you know there is a, house, a cat in this house, I do not want to go into the house. Wow. I don't wow. even want to walk in there. So smells are really cl- critical to being able to sell a house. And if you have pets, and we love pets. We love dogs and cats. and But you have to understand that those smells are, are really important to get them out and get them gone. And the same thing with lighting. Lighting is another one that so many people overlook. And that is as is, is simple as, one, getting the right light bulbs so that you have enough lighting. But two, you might need some extra lamps. You might need extra things as well. And then number three on that, you know, this one little segment of is cleaning the windows you know when we've been inside for the winter so often we forget we haven't cleaned the windows in months and those windows are so dark and dirty and the thing is is we want natural light to come into a house no matter whether you have huge windows or little windows We want those windows to be cleaned. It's so important and to be done before we actually even do photography or anything else. Awesome. Okay, so
0: moving on to number five, which is staging the home to show like a model.
1: Perfect. So stage the home to show like a model is so important because we really want the home to look like a model. So when people come in, they can actually put their own personality in there. So the reason that that's important is you want to actually be taking away all of your personal photos, religious items, anything that makes the home um, political items. We all love our side of the politics. However, that stuff all needs to get out of the house. That stuff is is the stuff that will hold hold people back and a lot of times it's under the surface somebody a buyer might not even be able to say oh i didn't like the home because it had all this political stuff in there or i didn't like the home because there were too many religious items you know it's just a matter of that is the truth we found Isn't it year in year It'll get you a higher price. If it shows like a generic, it's like colors, you know, generic colors. It's really, really important. So make sure it's your home shows like a model. Okay, great. And on to number six. Number six is professional photography. And this professional photography means you really are going to use the latest and the greatest of the ph- professional photography, meaning that they're going to come in with their lights, their lighting. And then there's all sorts of different things like fusion photography. You know, digital photography has so many different levels now of What's quality digital photography, including if you have a big estate, you may want to use the drone, which is the big controversial thing, right. especially in Washington, D.C. Yeah. We don't like the drones flying over our heads. But as real estate agents, to get some of the best photos, we like to use drones. And as of February 15th, the FAA has now allowed the commercial use of drones for real estate agents' photography. So it is allowed, and it is going to be more and more accepted. And they do get some of the most beautiful photos. So remember, it's worth making sure there's professional photography to get a higher price in the 2015 spring market. So let me ask you a quick question
0: about that. um, Because one of the things that I hear from clients that I'm talking to as they're um, looking at homes, because I might get a, a listing sent to me by a realtor that I'm working with or actually by the client. And I say, gosh, it's a beautiful, beautiful home. The pictures are gorgeous, and they say, yeah, it's pretty, but, you know, the pictures are pretty deceiving. They're, they're panoramic, they're wide-zoom. You know, what are some of the techniques that, as loan officers, we can be sharing with real estate agents that we're hearing um, on how to make sure that these photos are really good quality and show the best of the house, but that aren't deceiving,
1: Well, it's really important. I actually had someone who was just doing some um, coaching with me, which was really fun on um, some of the photos that they were doing just uh, in the studio. And I thought this was fascinating because it's such a perfect example of what, what not to do in professional photography for a house. You never want it to look fake, Meaning you don't want it to look fake for, um, like if somebody took a picture of you, you are beautiful, but you don't necessarily want to look 21. Because if you look 21, not that we don't love looking 21, it's not a realistic projection of what age you are. And that's the same way with a house. Think about it the same way. You really want someone to be able to look at that house and when they get there, not be disgusted because it was such a wide angle and the room is... so tiny there's no way you could even fit a bed in there right and and it's a waste of time too it is it's a waste of time so you want professional photography that really depicts a place properly but not, not distorting it okay great thank you okay and on to magic number seven So secret number seven for getting a higher price in the spring market is the home inspection. So often people overlook this. If you get a home inspection before you put the house on the market, You have the opportunity to, one, discover things that should be repaired before it went on the market and could be a problem later on in the transaction if it gets discovered later. Because if you decide that all of a sudden you need to put $10,000 or $20,000 into the house, that may affect where you actually put the price. Whereas if it gets discovered later when you you have a buyer and then you find out you need to add $20,000 in repairs, that may have changed where you put your price so that that seller is going to be able to get the market, again, to be able to get the loan that they want to buy the next house, they need to be able to make sure they get the profit out of the first one. So one of the secrets to getting the higher price is making sure you have that home inspection before you put it on the market. So how many many real estate agents do you think actually
0: Actually do that? Not that many. Yeah, because I, I, almost every loan I every loan I do and every contract I have is that they're doing the home inspection.
1: Right. Well, and they'll, you know, you always want to. They'll do a home inspection afterwards. But with, the, especially with, um, with the uh, relocation clients, those clients, it's actually usually required by a relocation department that they do a home inspection prior to putting it on the market. And it's something that I have learned has saved so many sellers so much money because then again, we can price the house properly. So as a real estate agent, how can you price the house properly if you don't have all all the information. I agree. You, I agree. you know the condition <laughs> of that, but you know, yeah, you don't really. Know. So that's a real secret because if you want to get those repairs done before it gets put on the market and again, so that you know how much money you have to get your next loan to put on the down payment for your next loan, if you're buying another house. Right. I think I think that's wonderful. Plus, the other part is not only the financial aspect of it, as
0: you're talking about, but it's also the emotional aspect. It becomes, you know, when a buyer asks a seller to fix something that is maybe something the seller built themselves and you know they have pride of it and the seller says, or the buyer says you know this needs to be repaired they're going what do you mean this needs to be repaired and so this <laughs> this unnecessary tension happens between the two um, now when it's a home inspection it's just a home inspector saying what is going to be best and, it, and it's much better and it, and it removes a lot of that emotion and from the, the realtors perspective because we're sharing this checklist with them from the realtors perspective it takes away a lot of stress and strain on on you the realtor so that you can focus on selling more homes exactly exactly very well said Awesome. Well, again, Jennifer, thank you so much, and I know I'm going to have you back on um, several times because I love what you have to say and how you can share that with us to help us be better loan officers um, and have it come, for, so to speak, the horse's mouth. Um, so before we go, one of the things I always ask everybody is, what would you like us to, what would you like to leave with us so that we can get out there and start talking to realtors right away? And what's a book that you're reading right now?
1: So number 1, I would say the the thing I'd like to leave you with is is anything you can do to help a real estate agent become more educated about what's happening in your world. Like, how can we help our clients? The more we know about what's happening in lending, is it getting easier to get a 5% down? Or is there something that's new and trendy? Or do you have a doctor's loan? Anything that you have coming out that you can help us know about, that's really important. So I'd leave you with, please help us and please continue to communicate with the real estate agent so that we can be the best we can be and also be in communication with you. And then the book that I've been reading is called The Success Principles with Jack Canfield. And Jack Canfield has so many success principles in this book. There is something for everyone in this book. It is just, it's one of the most powerful, life-changing books, and it's a huge book. But you can read just a chapter at a time, and each one of them will really teach you things That are going to help you as a loan officer, you know, real estate agents, it helps. It helps everybody just in life. Well, awesome. Thank you again, Jennifer,
0: so much um, for coming on to our podcast. We appreciate it. And I just want to remind you um, if you're listening, hi, you're back again. Hi. Um, really? I just wanted to remind you if you're if you're listening to um, please go over to iTunes and write a review. It's one thing to listen to our podcast, but it's another thing to write the reviews so that we can continue to grow. And please, if you have any questions, visit my website at kin- um kineticsparkconsulting.com. All of today- Today's show notes Jennifer's um, suggestion on a book will all be there as well as the seven secrets to getting a higher price in the 2015 spring market checklist will be there so that you it is ready for you to take out and um, show and share with your real estate agent so thank you again Jennifer for joining me I sure appreciate it and we'll talk to you soon
1: thank you so much it's been a pleasure to be with you thank you
0: Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our
1: website at KineticSparkConsulting.com.